Hey, this is Dave Pryor. Welcome to the Reluctant Agilist. I am trying to start this podcast for like the 19th time. I've messed it up so many times. This is the last one I'm going to record before I move down south to Brooklyn from Manhattan. Uh, and, and Mark Kilby is joining me today. Mark, thank you for taking time out of your afternoon. You know, it, it, it has already been a pleasure. We're not even five minutes in. So this is great. And I've already messed that. it up so many times. <laughs> Um, so today, Mark and I are going to talk about distributed teams, and we're going to talk about a team that we're on that we're both part of and some of the things we've been experiencing. And, um, part of the intent, I think is just to show that even when you have experience with this stuff, it doesn't mean you don't struggle with it. Um, so, well, before we do that though, Mark, could you explain to these fine people why you are one of the best people to have this conversation with? <laughs> uh see uh i i no longer count the battle scars of working on <laughs> distributed teams how about that so i I've, I've i've worked with various types of distributed dispersed you name it kind of teams hybrid before it was cool and trendy like it is now um for forever uh across a number of different industries also in in the government space, federal government space here in the U.S., and uh, co-wrote a book with Johanna Rothman on on that very topic, and uh, oh, how far we all have gone in the last couple <laughs> of years on that topic, and still much to learn. So so I, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you kind of out of the gate was have, have your opinions and thoughts about what it takes to be successful changed much, I guess, since the book and then since the pandemic. So short answer, yes. Um, so one thing that has changed is I, I'm personally leaning more into asynchronous work. I don't think I'm still not convinced how well that works for agile teams, but it definitely works well for other teams. I'm, I'm, I'll put, I'll put it this way. The jury's still out on asynchronous work for, for agile teams. Okay. However, with, with some things I've been working on, which we can talk about later if you want, because I, I know we have our, our, our current team that yeah. we want to talk about as well. Uh, I, I'm, I'm seeing, collaboration i'm seeing connection in asynchronous so that's very different from the experience that a lot of people had over the last two two and a half years with forced distributed work where everyone was stuck in in zoom cages uh for you know eight plus hours a day and, and still felt isolated because of that so and, and that's and that's why I, I usually introduce myself as somebody who worked remote before the pandemic okay. because I had choice. So choice is one of the big things, and and choice is is also a big thing whether you you work remotely in a in a synchronous manner where you are reacting to people in real time, whether it's through Zoom or Microsoft Teams or. Yeah, even even Slack. <laughs> so okay. even though that's, that really shouldn't be a synchronous tool, but people use it that way. Um, but it's the same way with with 
with asynchronous. If you if you choose to work that way, it changes the way you approach the work. Okay. You, you you're you're a little bit more willing to experiment. And then as we found in our little band of of people, uh, sometimes you can experiment too much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. I, I want to wait. I, I don't want to move on to that part because you said something that that sparked for me there. When yeah. you said choice, I was thinking about something I've been kind of stuck on, which is I spend time trying to remind myself of all the good things that have come you know into my life because of the pandemic. Because it would be easy to be like you know a downer about it, but yeah, um, I have an amazing amount of freedom in my life because of the pandemic in terms of when I work and how I work. And a lot of it is very like unique to me because of my job and stuff mm-hmm. like that, where I work that, but the, the flexibility that I have, the choice choices that I get to make on a daily basis about how am I going to apply my time? Where am I going to decide to use it? Like, how am I going to engage with other people? I've never had the level of freedom before that I have because of this remote situation. Yeah. And to get, you know, to get real coachy, uh, you know, how, how are you going to deliver the best value in the best way you can? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're optimizing your work, like probably on an hourly basis. I am optimizing myself all day long. Yeah. 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 Um, cause, and I'm one of those people that blends his personal stuff with his work stuff. Like it's all things I want to do. So yeah. all day long, I'm making those choices and I, and I have, I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of stunned when I think about the freedom that I have because of what's been going on. And I'm, I hope it doesn't go away when <laughs> yeah. I have to get back on the plane. All right. But you were talking about choice in terms of making the choice to be distributed, to be remote, to engage with certain tools or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, the choice also to be uh, committed to, a team's goals because you, you uh, so when, when I've worked in remote companies and also did some remote recruiting uh, right, right up through, you know, looking at resumes all the way to uh, different levels of interviews, choice was a theme in, in the conversation because I wanted to make it very clear. Yes, you are, you are talking to a fully remote company, and if you haven't worked remote before, that choice can be overwhelming sometimes. Yeah, in the beginning, it definitely yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, because now you're like, oh gosh, I can, I can shoot off a quick email, or I could do my laundry, or I could write this paper, <laughs> or, or watch, I could watch Netflix, or I could watch Netflix, and I could binge that entire season, and nobody would know. Yeah. Uh, and and so you start to realize, oh my gosh, I've, I've really got to focus. So so there's there's a trade off to that choice, and this that was something that we we often spoke about right up through the interviews, through through onboarding people who maybe had only worked sometimes remote, like once once a day a week they'd work from home, which is not not the same thing. It is right. nowhere near the same thing. Um, Dealing with not seeing people yeah. around you, uh, because for some that impacts uh, some people more than it does others. Yeah. Uh, and and I'll say, as an 
as an introvert, I identify as an introvert. Uh, yes, I like to see people too. So, um, but not all the time. So I'll just be clear on all the time. Okay. But, but having, having that ability to connect, that ability to focus, um, the ability to self-examine so you know when is the best time for you to work if you're not right plugged into Zoom eight hours a day. That was the, one of the big problems with the pandemic because people were not prepared. They didn't choose. Then they thought, oh, gosh, we've got to keep everyone online just to make sure they, they know where they're going and what to do. Yeah. No. And that, and we all know what happened with those. That that was not a lot of fun for anybody. Uh, and it's and it's it's not only stressful for employees; it's, it's stressful for managers. It, it's stressful for leaders. Yeah. Um, and so that concept of choice really has to percolate through the whole organization. Okay. So yeah. So. So if um, so, successful remote organizations that I know of and that I've worked with that that concept of choice you you choose the best way for you to work. Uh, you might even be able to choose the team you're working on. Um, I think I think you and I both know um, Heidi Helflin, who who's. Um, author of dynamic reteaming well she's she's in a, a new company now and and their whole thing is again reteaming and that whole idea of reteaming is you get to pick your team every few months you don't have to be on the same team so again that idea of choice huh. is is key to that way of working yeah so take that choice away and and you you've you've kind of taken a step back to the industrial age. Almost. Yeah. Well, I think that plus I know for me, I mean, I started doing like working with had a, a startup uh, that we ran out of our, out of our apartment back in like 2000, but that first probably whole year of working where there was nobody clocking me. Yeah. That, it took, I mean, that I, I feel like that takes a whole year to get yourself yeah. to a point where you have the discipline to know, like, no, you don't turn the television on because that's not going to help you get anything done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you, you, you block out the distractions and you figure out mechanisms to do that. That doesn't happen overnight. And I think yeah. when I heard stories about companies putting like, you know, logging software on people's computers to make sure they were there, or that they're tracking the cameras, like that's just, that's worse than Fred. That would be like Frederick Taylor there hitting you with a riding crop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, and of course, you know, um, when, when people find out about those ways, they, they use their, their brains, their intellect and their value delivering capability to, to get out of it, to get it now avoid those things. Yeah. Instead of delivering value. Yeah. Yeah. So gosh, how well did that work for you, Mr. <laughs> Manager? <laughs> Teaches people to be creative. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not the kind of innovation they wanted. But, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about our team. Oh yes. So I, I want to try to set it up, and you you jump in and tell me if I if I overstep or <laughs> overshare. Okay. So okay. Mark and I are on a team, and and we've had a couple of membership changes on the team. It's a small yeah. team; it's like four or five people. And I That's think right now, yeah, yeah. And there's there's nobody on the team 
that doesn't show up with at least 20 years of experience doing yeah. this stuff. And so you'd think like, this would be a no brainer. I mean, we all coach people on how to do this. And my opinion is the beginning of our team, we suck at being team. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And there's just so many things that we've tried that haven't worked, but I was, so Mark and I are just going to sort of talk about that and talk about some of the things we're trying to do or, or observing the things that are awkward. Um, yeah. Well, I, you yeah. So I, I think, I think some of the, some of the things that we, we hit, you know, now, now that we are talking about it, I think some of it's the, the classic things that you hit on a team is there's, there's going to be some different personalities. There's going to be some different ways of working. Um, but for us, which it may not always be the case on teams here, we have a very senior group of in individuals who've been successful working their way for a long time. And so here we all try to come together. And um, I think, I think, Car wreck, train wreck. I was going to say dumpster fire. Is yeah, that dumpster fire? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but because because we were all we were we were all being super polite, but we were all kind of trying to nudge our own way of working. And uh, of course, uh, the the introvert me, I kind of held back until I couldn't stand it any longer. Uh, some jumped in right away, uh, which which was their style, and I understood that. Um, and and Dave, I thought a couple times you were just going to jump up and just say, "Let's do it this way." I, you, yeah, I definitely wanted to. I, you held back. I was impressed. So, I, so that is something that I. I mean, I actually talk to my students about that in class. Yeah. Like, because if I notice people that come from that background, like PMP background that I have, like, I don't ever want to be the person leading the room. But what I want less than to be like, the thing that I want less is to be no one leading the room. So yeah. I'll take over because I just can't stand it being a mess. And yeah. I have to actively push myself to not do that. And with this one, I, I respect everybody on in the group. Oh yeah. I, I know they all have tons of experience and I don't want to be like that, you know, the jackhole that shows up and it's like, all right, we're doing it. You know, because that's yeah. not why any of us are there and none of us need that. And I also, on a personal level, like anytime I get to be a part of a group where I don't have to be in charge, I don't have to lead, like that is like, it's a gift. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, I'm just going to, I'm going to let, let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and, and it, it did, it happened. <laughs> well, I think, I think there were probably a number of us took, all took that same approach. And so yeah. things just kind of like wobbled sideways off the tracks. Yeah. Um, so, so let's go ahead. No, so, I'm, so I'm curious where, did you see anything else that kind of impeded us? Well, I'll tell you one thing that, that from the beginning that I thought was first, very exciting. Like I was resistant and then I was excited. And then I was like, Oh my God, the horror, the horror. Um, we had a call in the beginning where we were going to talk about, like, we, we realized it wasn't just happening organically. We mm -hmm. set up a call so we could all talk about like how we were engage, going to engage, when we were going to engage. And I was like, wow, this is really great. Like, this is something I should tell all my classes. You need to do this, sit down and have, I mean, it seems like common sense, but like, even I didn't think that we, you know, people were like, let's have a discussion about when we should have discussions. I'm like, really? 
but we did. And it started out. I was like, this is spectacular. Like everybody explained why they were on the team, what they wanted to get out of it. And then we got into the conversation about how we were going to connect and what methods we were going to use to connect. And I thought it was going to be like a quick, we're going to use like this tool, this tool, this tool, everybody's going to check in once a day. Great. Done. (laughs) <laughs> but like an hour later there was a list of like 75 different tools and like all the different reasons and ways and times we would use them and i was looking at it like i i can't and we all knew this was a bad idea <laughs> yeah. <the> yeah we <laughs> kept doing it anyway and we still we still did it yeah yeah it was it was it was funny but sad at the same time um but so yeah. I, I, I still think another another thing that got in our way is we didn't really have anything to focus on yet. We hadn't right. We hadn't we hadn't really no got mission. To, yeah. We, we, we hadn't got team. to the yeah, we hadn't got to the group work yet, so we didn't have a focus. We didn't have a goal. And so we were our goal was form a team. Well, why? What are we doing? And that's, and I think that really jammed us up. And, and the work yeah. that we did have to do was all independent work at the time. So it yeah. was, it yeah. felt, it did feel very much like, I don't know if, if this happened for you when your kids were younger, but my wife would make friends with somebody who had kids like our kids age, and they would like arrange for like a play date between me and the oh, yeah. dad. And it was like super forced and awkward. And you're like, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> kind of what it felt like a little bit. Well, my my wife did that once, and then she realized that probably wasn't going to work. <laughs> so, yeah. um, the other thing that was really interesting to me that happened, which I wasn't expecting, and which I assume happens to lots of teams, is we we all agreed. Like we 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 tried to schedule a time, it didn't work. We tried to schedule another time, it didn't work. Yeah. And everybody that committed to the stuff committed with the best of intent. I mean, like I have no doubts about that at all, but each, each one of us had stuff that would crop up. That we had to go take care of. And so we couldn't make it. And I think everybody's respectful of that. Like, I don't remember feel like people were just blowing it off, but yeah. I would say to anybody, you have to have time where you all interact together. Like you have to have a call or something where it's a real-time conversation. Like to me, Slack is the worst possible tool to use to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. uh, and maybe you go back to like news groups. That might be worse, but like, you know, pretty yeah. pretty close. Um, but, and, and I would assume that that's something we all know. And we just simply were not, have not been able to do it. And um, we all have jobs. We all have lives. We all have other stuff we have to do. Yeah, families and yeah. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, and it's so it's not like people don't care or aren't trying. It's just it's not working. And so that's that leads me to the, the idea, like you were talking about asynchronous. I'm like, you know what? Maybe maybe we got to figure this out. I don't know how, but yeah, yeah. Um, so we're missing part of the story. So so one of our merry band just decided to. And I, I mean this well for this individual. He made the brilliant decision of, I'm just going to do my own thing for a while. <laughs> and got further along than the rest of us in the ind- independent work. And I, I actually admired that um, that person took that stance. Because uh, then, and I'm, I'm sure your audience is wondering, well, are you guys still struggling? And I think the answer is no. Uh, because we did have a couple of, I guess, uh, events. Uh, we had we had one where the uh, 
the course instructor basically said, just get on with it. <laughs> Uh, so that forcing function helped uh, yeah. help me because I just started. I said, "That's it. I'm just cranking out the individual stuff now. We'll figure out the group stuff later." Yeah, uh, and and we did have some um, changes in in the team, and it, it's not to say that um, those that dropped out weren't valuable. I, I think I think it came down to that that concept of choice again. Is they realized they were wrestling with a couple different choices, a couple different priorities and they had to drop. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we're, we're sorry. We're sorry. You got to drop because, uh, they were really cool, really appreciated their contributions, but we got it. Uh, new person brought in, uh, and I, I think that reforming, uh, also helped us because we, we seem to be gaining momentum now. Yeah, I feel like that that helped as well, but it was, you know, I think about like classic things that could trip up a team. You know, we had a dynamic team member who, and a lot of the stuff that we built was around their suggestions. Yeah. Like how were the tools you're using to communicate? And then, and uh, I was, I was sad that the person had to leave because I was really looking forward to working with them. But I think their reasons absolutely make sense. I completely support it. And then we got another dynamic team member in. And I'm excited to get to work with that person and get to know that person. But it is, it is a reset. Yeah. Um, and that, like, that to me is one of the coolest things about this. Is I mean, even though we've all been doing this a long time, I, it's always sort of a nice reawakening when I'm like, oh, that's the thing that I keep telling people that they should just never trip over, and I just tripped right over it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I can smack myself upside the head. Um, yeah. But I think that those those moments are important because it you don't solve these problems forever they keep coming back yeah yeah definitely uh and um you know now that we're talking about i think there's something to be said for being out of practice uh because i i hadn't i hadn't been on been in that kind of challenging team situation for a while it's like Oh yeah, I remember being on teams like this. It's like, yeah, this is kind of messy. Yeah, we should we should think about this and talk about this, which we did. So it we we got through it, and um, it's kind of what the course is also about. Yeah. So, so uh, I I didn't know if you wanted to talk about uh, some of the some of those elements. I do, I do. In a second, I just I want to mention one thing before we get into it is that one of the things I noticed with me in the beginning was I think there was like an initial flash of frustration. And then I was able to quickly just realize that that was not really what was going on. Like that, you know, everybody's got stuff. We all have things. And then I was just sort of waiting for it to like figure itself out. Like I just really thought this is just going to like happen. Mm -hmm. And then realizing, Oh crap, we actually have to make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Things just don't fix themselves that way. And so that was like, to me, one of the joys of this whole thing is observing my own reaction to it. Like, I mean, it's stuff like that. It's stuff like the Mm -hmm. fact that our team members, we all have very different personalities. Um, The fact that like some people want to, to, to experiment with lots of tools, people like me, I'm just like, just give me a pen and a piece of paper. Like I don't want any tools at all. (laughs) Um, But, and, and, those are things that I am 
just I feel blessed to be surrounded by the the dissonance that that's causing because it's making me think about things. And this kind of goes to where I think you're wanting to go with you want to go to the lenses, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that that is like what I'm enjoying is that because I guess of having enough experience now, I'm able to sit with the stuff and be uncomfortable with it. And at the same time, be like, damn, this is awesome. Like this is that I'm finding joy in the discomfort Yeah, because it's making me see stuff that I don't think I could have seen earlier in my career. Yeah. Yeah. Cause and, and I'm with you on that. The, the dissonance is showing you, Oh, I've got something to learn here. Yeah. Yeah. I, same way. Yeah. Same for me. Same for me. So let's let's talk briefly uh, about the lenses. We probably should we probably should introduce them. And this is not our concept. This is kind of what we're we're covering in this course. Yeah. Um, so there's uh, communication as, as a lens to look through. How how is communication uh, happening? Uh, is there respect in that communication? And do you want to take the next couple ones? Sure. Um, the other, the other topics that we, we, the other lenses that we look through are, um, the relationships we have, I think with ourselves, with each other, with the work, mm-hmm. um, and flow is obviously a very important part of this. And then how are we doing? Um, I forget what the A stands for PDSA. I keep wanting PDSA. to call it plan, do, check, act because I'm a project manager. So study, study, I know. Study, study. <laughs> study, study. Yeah. I should also, I should also mention, um, we're trying to be really cagey about like not tying it back to anything, but the podcast that's going to go up right before this one, Mark, is the interview with Jim about this actual stuff. So, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> the cat's out of the bag on that so one. So we can, we can talk about Jim. So, yeah. but, but we're, we're, tr- we're trying to be cagey because we, we want to respect uh, our team, the other, the other individuals. Yeah. 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 But I, I will say that for me, I mean, this is something I'll, I'll put the graphic, a graphic up with these lenses on it. Um, if you're not familiar with it, the whole idea is that for everything that we're doing, you just stop and you think about if, if you think about communication and how you're interacting with the other people and with yourself and with the work, or you think about, am I, am I showing them respect? Yeah. Um, and, and what are the, what are the all the relationships at play? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and I and I like for me, respect is the thing in this program that has become kind of the most the thing I'm gravitating towards the most. And respect and honor are now like the same thing to me. Like, am I honoring the people on my team? Am I honoring the work? Am I honoring myself? Mm, okay, I see. What um, you're demonstrating respect because um, I, I had always thought of respect i mean just to lock into that one for a second being respectful in a meeting young when i was younger when i was earlier in my career was shut up and don't talk just listen um you know or don't interrupt people and now i think of respect in a very different way yeah um well that's you know we've had that conversation before about you know some of that's generational because that's, yeah. that's kind of where we grew up, but how we grew up. So, yeah. um, but but you said something else there. I wanted to amplify. Uh, you said respect for the work, respect for for others. But I think I heard you say also respect for yourself. Yeah, that's become yeah. a big part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that kind of that's another element of that choice that I was talking about. Yeah, um, you, you've. Wh- 
and yes, this is very true for remote work, but it's really true for any kind of work is, you know, don't, don't let the work dominate your life. Be clear on what else you need to be alive. And that's not just physical, but, you know, make time for hobbies, make time for family, you know, make, you know, don't, don't constantly work around the clock. And yes, I've been guilty of that. That's why I'm, that's why I'm jumping on the soapbox. Yeah. Uh, because that's something that I'm working on more uh, every day. Well, I think, and, and with that one, like a big part of it is if I'm going to be able to show up for my family or show up for whoever yeah. I have to, I have to give myself the ability to do that. If I'm going to be able to show up tomorrow and really be here for my team or for my students, yeah. I have to protect enough time for me to be able to like reset and really be there. Yeah, um, and and energy. You don't be exhausted yeah. at the end of every day, and you go see your family. You just collapse on the couch. That's not great for them. So yeah, I think so. A really good example of this is when I first started teaching. I would go teach private classes, and the clients would be like, "Oh, let's go out to dinner the night before class." Oh, yeah. And I'd feel like if I don't go, I'm disrespecting them. Mm-hmm. But what I learned eventually was to say, you know, listen, you're hiring me to do a job. If you want me to be able to do the job, I can't do stuff outside of class. I need that time. And that is the best way that I can honor their engagement and the students is to make sure that I'm able to show up and do what I need to do. Um, But last, last day of class. Great. (laughs) You can do that, but yeah. Yeah. It it took me a really long time to understand that respect doesn't mean burning yourself to the ground so other people can have what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think it's the same thing with the team. Like if you're working with a team, um, I want to respect the people's differences. And that could be something like time zone or work habits or culture or whatever, but I want to respect myself too. Yep. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think. So, so I want to tie this to relationships and communication. Like one thing that I am exploring with our team, I'm still trying to find my footing with is my sense of humor and my sarcasm and my borderline inappropriate things that I say, because that's part of how I engage with people. Really? And <laughs> don't bring your sass to this conversation. Um, but I mean, with some people in some groups, I it's the line is very clear, but with new yeah. people, it's not so clear. And I'm trying to like find that. And I want to be respectful, but at the same time, if I'm going to develop an honest relationship, I have to be able to communicate the way I communicate. Like I, when I, when I try to be super polite and try not to, the things I say don't come out. Like the message doesn't get there. Yeah. You, you get a little squirmy too. I've noticed. Like like a little kid that has to go pee. Yeah. 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 It's like, it gets, it gets bottled up and it's not, it's like something's going to blow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But that, and that's a hard thing to do. I think initially with a team and, even, especially when you got people that are kind of coming and going is everything resets. And so, I mean, you, I know from before and, and yeah. our instructors, I know from before and they know me. So I feel like I can just kind of be myself. The other people I'm kind of new to. And so yeah. that is, I'm sort of doing that dance, that forming storming dance where I'm trying to figure yeah. out like, where's the line. And usually I only find the line after I trip headlong over it, but um, <laughs> I'm sure that's coming. 
and then, and then you know whether it works if they either pick you up or kick you, right? Yeah, but it, yeah, but okay. again, like I mean, I all I can do is be open up front and say, look, this is, and I guess maybe this is a sign of respect. I hope it comes across as a sign of respect. I want to say to everybody on the team, like, when I offend you, let me know. Yeah, because it's gonna happen. <laughs> um, but it's never meant in a, in a negative or caustic way. It's just the way I am and the way I yeah. was raised. Yeah. Blame the city of Philadelphia. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I hear you. What about with you with, with, with these five things? Like what is kind of really resonating for you in terms of the team and, and what are you focused on? <sighs> I, I felt I felt well, so I, I didn't I I never saw communication as a problem. I felt like maybe the respect knob was jammed a little too hard on Max sometimes. We were like overly respecting. We yeah. Were, we we're kind of, we were I'm kind of afraid to, to step on each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> doing you're, my and, best. <laughs> and you're doing a grand job. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I, I think we've kind of backed off of that a little bit now because we're, we're starting to poke fun at each other online, which is, which yeah. is a little bit, a little bit in calls. And, um, uh, but but at the same time, I I still wonder if if everyone is with us. And I I know there's there's other things happening in people's lives, and they they can't make all the calls. But it always makes me wonder. It's like you know, is everything okay? You know, do we still have the team? Yeah. So, so but that's that's me. My 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 uh, my empathy knob has always been jammed to max and beyond. Well, so. I think that's good though. Cause there was one, there's one person on our team who's, who's very chatty. And there was one call we were on early on where they weren't chatty. And I was sitting there thinking like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, and, and I think you were the, you asked, you asked. If, yeah. right? And, and I was really glad that you did because I was sitting there thinking like socially, like something's up. Yeah. Uh, and I don't remember if anything was or not, but it was just really glad to know that, um, I feel like the people on the team are maybe we're jammed too far into like max of respect, but also there's a, uh, caring. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I feel so. like that's there. Yeah, um, I, I think, I think on, on a relationship relationship lens, I think we've got pre- pretty good relationship. I, I think once we get more into the group work and we, we've got to work a little bit more closely that that'll, that'll reveal whether that's true or not. But I, I think right now we all have a pretty good, we could read each other fairly well. And so I think that part of building our system, which is one of the things that, you know, Jim and Tony and were trying to get us to do. Yeah. Um, I, I think we've got that part down. So, you know, one thing with this that I am, I, I had never thought about with a team I've been on before. Um, you know, and I think that these lenses are kind of driving me towards it. I don't feel like we're flow is not like a thing that we're having yet because we're not doing group work yet, but yeah. um with the relationships that we're building, I mean I know they're in the beginning stages because we're still learning to work together, mm-hmm. but I'm able to see other people on the team and think, oh my gosh, I can't wait till we have to do this stuff together and we have to figure out like who values what things the most and why do they want to fight for different things and 
you know, what are they going to bring to the conversation? And then again, when we get into dealing with flow and how do we optimize our work, like I'm excited to learn about the people as well yeah. as I'm excited to see what we produce together. But I can't think of many teams that I've been on. I mean, maybe a couple where um, I walked into it knowing I was going to be surprised and just like, oh, this is going to be cool. Like, I can't wait to see what happens next. Um, well, it, I was just, as you were saying, I was thinking, yeah, the PDSA part is going to be really awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And I think that like going back to the idea of distributed teams, that is something, I mean, maybe this is a different lens. Like, I don't think that I had, I have been on teams where I've sat down up front and thought about like the joy that was coming. Yeah. It's always been like, oh my God, how do I get that guy to do the thing? Mm. You know, like, and not give it the air and the room it needs to become what it's going to become. But, I, yeah. but that might be the nature of the type of team we're on too, because we're not like fighting a deadline or a cost issue. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're there for the common goal to uh, learn together and learn from each other. Yeah. But that, and that was something we talked about in the very beginning. That is another thing that I think if I was going to be like doing a scrum project with a team, that was distributed now. That's a conversation I would try to have up front. I think younger me would roll my eyes at current me if mm -hmm. I try to do that. But um, I think I would try to, to create that conversation anyway. Like, what are you going to get out of this team? What are you going to bring this team? Why do you, what's the value of just being on the team? Yeah. Um, Cause that, I think, building that level of respect for each other and being able to talk about that stuff will carry through some of the difficult moments. Yeah. And, and that's, um, that's definitely two of the three conversations I have with distributed teams is, um, you know, what is it about the work that brings you here? What gets you excited about it? What other kind of professional goals do you have? Uh, because, because if you, if you can let your teammates know, it's funny how they start noticing opportunities for each other and start saying, oh, you know, I know you were like, uh, re really into wikis and there's this wiki stuff or, or really into, uh, you know, this technology, you know, and DAOs and all, you know, whatever. Yeah. And people start noticing and, and forwarding stuff your way and, and introducing you to people. So that that kind of thing happens the the third conversation which uh people tend to get uh sometimes a little nervous when i mention it is sharing some of your personal context and, uh, and i want to be clear this is not sharing your life story this is just kind of making people aware of what might take you away from the work what might take you away from the team and and i think our team the one we've been discussing has done a pretty good job of that we've we've yeah, talked about all pretty fam family and and work and, and and i think that's the the years of experience of everybody realizing you know we need to share that context because it is going to take us away um but uh with a lot of teams that's never discussed and with distributed teams in order to in order to be a resilient team I, I see it as an absolute must. And it's not 
you, not that you have to tell me names and ages of your children and stuff like that, but if you, if you got kids, great. That's all I need to know. Yeah. Because I've had kids. I still have kids in the house. You might be here with them right now because they're, they're, they're going, uh, they're walking outside the, the room here. But, um, for, for me working remote because of my experience as a parent, I now consider every day working remote is bring your kid to work day. So I don't get surprised by a kid, you know, dancing behind the parent, yeah. uh, hopefully, hopefully clothed, you know, but sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, you know, or to, to take it uh, another direction, you know, cats walking across the desk or stuff like that. None of that, none of that bothers me. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and I know it does bother some, but you, you need to share that context also. So if it bothers somebody in the team, then you need to have a conversation, a working agreement around that. Yeah. But, but another, another element of sharing that personal context is if people know you have family, if they know they're in your house, and if you can share, oh, somebody's sick, I have to step away for a while. Somebody else on the team could say, "Is there something you need me to do for you?" Yeah, so that's the res- that's the resiliency part. There's a thing that we started doing. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you brought this up because it, it connected something for me that I hadn't put together before. We started to do a thing when we when we start the day in the in the classes where we have everyone introduce himself and then explain if their sprints in the class are three and a half hours long. So. Mm-hmm. During the next three and a half hours, what's going to be competing for your attention? Mm, and yep, what that's yep. allowed us to do, like Karen and I as instructors, is that like if we know somebody's got something going on, we can try to create a situation that takes care of them. Or we can say, like, yeah. can anybody help this person get caught up? Or yep. you know, and and that I think goes back to that respect in the relationship thing too. I, I think to do that on a team at the beginning of whatever time period you're working in or your iteration or whatever. That that's brilliant. I mean, that it it offers everybody else a great opportunity to show empathy and to take care of their team members. Yeah, yeah. and and in a way, it's um, you know, kind of going back to the lenses. It's it's a way to maybe not keep the team in flow, but get them back into flow uh, when those kind of things happen because they it happens. So yeah. so don't pretend like it doesn't. <laughs> you know, instead, have have some conversations around. And I, I like that phrase. Is there anything that's going to take your attention away for this this next period? Uh, yeah. Just put, put it out there. Well, and it also, I mean, to that idea of a humane system, it it yeah, it creates an environment where we're not we are here to do work, but we're also here to help each other rise and to help each other grow. And yeah, and and I think you know, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about like gigs I've had and things that went well and didn't go well. And it, what I always remember is that I don't remember the project or the deliverable. I remember the people. I remember yeah. what it was like to work with certain people and why, oh my gosh, I wish I could work with that person again and see where they are now. Um, and I think if we're leading teams, we have that opportunity to create that culture or at least yeah. try to. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'll, I'll add this. Um, some of the some of the best teams I've worked with were either remote part of the time, like in a hybrid situation, or remote all the time, and I still stay in touch with them. 
we we still have you know like a little alumni slack somewhere or uh-huh. we'll we'll touch base on on uh somebody's birthday and, and just kind of catch up and um and and sometimes uh you know we have talked to each other about recruiting each other and uh yeah. and sometimes sometimes it's worked out sometimes it hasn't but the those it's it truly is a gift when you're in some of those teams because you've you've really got a connection for for life I yeah mean, you've got you've got just a viable connection there well I want to ask you a question about distributed teams and, and your relationship with the people on them. Cause I've noticed something in myself. It, it hasn't happened with our team, but a team that I was on recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I work weird hours. I work hard and I feel like I've you know done my job and I've basically handed it to the other person to do their part. Mm-hmm. And when I perceive them as not responding in a timely manner, the PMP in my brain is just like, what the hell? <laughs> But now I'm learning, like, you know what? Shut up. <laughs> make sure, first make sure that you're yeah. not, like, waiting for you to do something that you forgot you were supposed to do. But also remember, like, everybody's got stuff. I mean, do you still, does that still happen in your head, or do you just automatically trust that people are going to do the right thing? Uh, so it's a combination of things. Um, so... I, I I usually try to check expectations. So when when I send out requests or I, I send information uh, or I'm or I'm passing something along because uh, that's that's that happens often in the in the the work I'm doing now. Um, I I try to check in and say, hey, you know, this is this is what I did. This is where I think I. I probably need some some things looked at, but if you find anything else, you know, let me know. So okay. not you know, just saying, I, so just letting them know I'm I'm relying on you <laughs> to to being explicit about that. Yeah, to to catch me being dumb. <laughs> so, okay. So you know, so please don't don't hesitate because uh, I'm I'm probably one of the more senior people on the team, and it's like, no, I'm going to make mistakes, and and please check me on that. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, when I when I send a request for information, and we do have folks that are very flexible in their work times, uh, I'll I'll either say, "Hey, this is when I'll be available to discuss it," or let me know how much time you need. So I try to set some kind of time expectation, time window. Yeah. So not a not exact time, but it's like when when should we set some expectations to sync up sync up on this? Yeah. And if if it's not like when you get to it, then I don't worry about it. I just it'll just it'll just sit there for a while. It will bother me if it goes like a week, and then I'm like, hey, yo, what remember this thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is one thing that I want to. I'm going to say this out loud because maybe you'll help me remember it. For our team, I think an improvement that I would like to see is us at least just have the conversation about how often is each person going to be able to check in. Um, and I know that when we reduce the tools we were using, I found myself, you know, the thing that I sent you last week, I was like, I need Mark to see this now. 
And I don't know, I don't have any mechanism to make that happen because we got rid of the tool that I hate the most in the universe was the only way I could think of to do that. And we got rid of it. So, so expectations about when people are going to check in and what, like, what is the. Dave, Dave, you, you got my cell number. You could tell. I don't have your cell number. That was the whole problem. You do. Oh, okay. So, but, but. But now, you know, we, we're, or I think we're going to use WhatsApp for most of it. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't go there. Okay. Well, anyway, there's going to be a way. <laughs> and I just think like that, that would put me at ease. Like it gives me anxiety that I don't know, like, when is this person checking in? I mean, some people I know it's going to be a daily basis. Other people, you know, periodically when they can. Yeah. Um, and I need to I'm, be clear about uh, so, that too. So I'm I'm going to send a volley that'll trigger a Slack message. That'll <laughs> go put it in Notion. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yes, folks. That's how complex our system was at one point. <laughs> well, all right. So, what for the folks that are listening? They've been listening to us talk about these lenses. If they're and, still, if they're still here, yeah. If they're still with us. Um. So, I, I would like to offer them something that they can use with their teams with setting up the the distributed team. So, are there things that you have found, or that you're experimenting with? That you're finding some success with success with in terms of maintaining that communication or that connection. Yeah. So, uh, it, and it, it was the, it was the the items, the the three conversations I should say uh, that I mentioned before. That's that's been my go to for when I first enter a team when I when I feel like the team needs a reset. Uh, I'll, I'll go back to those, you know, what, what brings you here about the work? What, what mm -hmm. is it you like about being on this team? And if you don't like it, then that's a different conversation and we should probably talk about that. Um, but if, if you do, let's, let's be clear on that. Um, what, what kind of professional goals do you have? And uh, I, I kind of like, I kind of like the way you phrase it. What, what might take your focus away or what was, yeah. what was the phrase you used? What will class? be competing for your attention? What will be competing for your attention? Yeah. I like that. Uh, I might, I might borrow that and give you the cred for that. I actually uh, have to give it to my wife. It was hers. It's okay. Okay. I, I will, <laughs> I will, I will quote her in the next thing I write. So, um, but, but having those three conversations, uh, because even, even situations change with a, team that's been working together for a while so it's it's i hate to go back to tuckman but yeah it's kind of that you know forming storming thing and and just having those conversations to guide you through that and it doesn't have to be complex and and do you have enough safety so that the team feels they can share that with each other it's not sharing it with yeah. you as a manager or as a scrum master or well, especially whatever. if you're reforming i mean if, if you yeah. get to a place where you need to reset that then there's got to be enough safety for people to be open at that point it's not yeah. like a brand new clean slate anymore yeah so so if you if you don't have the the safety in the team where the team feels they can share that with each other that's what you should work on first okay uh, so that and, and it again it doesn't matter whether it's a distributed team a hybrid team or everybody's going back to the office. Uh, I still find those three conversations to be the most valuable, and they can happen 
actually very quickly. So I've sometimes had those happen in the five minutes before stand-up. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But it's 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 letting people know it's like, hey, I'm just gonna pop on early uh for this call. And they go, why? And I said, just because, just so we can chat a little bit. And based on who shows up, I might start some of those conversations. That's so a really good idea. I yeah, you you don't you don't you don't have to have a big formal time. It's like use the time you have with the with the team. Yeah. Don't don't make don't make everything a big ceremony. You know, it's funny, this whole um this is another thing that sort of changed for me. So I am somebody who's a very much an introvert and if, and you know, we've talked about this in in the class, like it, it, you, you gave me the choice, work with other people or work by yourself. I know I'm going to get better results with other people, but it's just so much easier to work by myself. Yeah, It's like my go-to. And I'm I'm pushing myself to not do that. And I'm really excited to not do that with this group. Um, but I think l- reminding myself to keep my eye on the fact that I'm going to learn so much more that way and that mm-hmm. there's so much benefit, like the, the, the wins that come out of that. Um, the wins that come out of the discom- the uncomfortable moments or the, the things that kind of trigger different stuff or when stuff doesn't work right. There's, there's valuable things in there. Yeah. Um, and looking at them as gifts instead of a pain in the ass is, is, is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I could, I could tell you, you know, I'm on my, I'm, I'm working on my second book and, and the first book was co-authored. The second book is co-authored. So it's, it's, it's that same kind of trade-off. Uh, would it be easier if if I work solo? Eh, maybe, but I think it's I think it's going to be a better experience for me and my co-author. And actually, I can say it was it was an awesome experience with me, and Johanna and uh, April Jefferson and I, and I are working on the uh, a second book. Uh, not necessarily about distributed teams; it's a slightly different area. But we have we have learned so much together that uh there's there's no way that we we separately could have written what we wow. we've done so yeah well that's cool to hear that um yeah especially because when we did the interview with, with you and Johanna, the way that you described your writing process I, I was just like oh my gosh that i don't i could not do that <laughs> but i i would love to be able to do that i mean it's like playing music you know you play your except you're writing words instead of playing instruments yeah yeah um I think we're going to have to come back and talk about flow again after we've actually done some stuff together. As yeah, a group. that 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 might be worth revisiting. Um, maybe maybe we could get some of our uh, team members. To yeah, talk. I think that would be great if we could do that and we can talk more about this. So, um, if anybody's listening, if you're, we've been talking about the five lenses, um, and that's something that we're learning in the Lean Agile Visual Management class. We haven't even talked about the visual aspects of teaming, so that's another thing we're going to have to come back and pick well, up. Well, this is audio, Dave. So yeah. <laughs> Maybe next time we'll do the video too. We'll go, we'll do the full thing, but um, there's going to be links in the show notes to where you can find out more about that and a link to the interview with Jim where we talk about what the five lenses are. But I just, for me, this is a thing that is really reshaping the way I look at all the work that I do. Um, And I, and I just, it's a really valuable, I'm seeing things I never saw before. Did 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 you share with the audience the the story of module one and and how or stage one and how Jim thought it was going to be super fast for all? No, of us but you should so you scared? should do that. 
So, all right. So, long story short, Jim Jim knows everybody in in, in the Jim Benson, Jim Benson, and Tony Ann uh, De Maria. They they know us, and they think, okay, great. These are these are folks with years of experience. They're just going to blow through the first stage. And I already and, been through the whole thing. That's right. You have. <laughs> uh, what did it, it take us like six, seven weeks? Yeah, it took a long but, time. <laughs> but but. And at least for me, and, and I think you might have said something similar, even with that first module, it it really messed with our minds because like, wow, this is really getting us to rethink a lot of things. And 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 you know, Jim and Tony Ann were thinking, Well, you guys get this. It's like, yeah, we we get it, but the way you've got the way it's put together. The way it's put together, it's like you've really got us thinking already in this first part. We gotta we gotta slow down. <laughs> so hold on. Yeah, we want to talk about this some more. So so for me, the this is the first time I went through the module last year. Um, it was just me trying to understand the structure of it. And and this time, especially with these lenses, um, I really needed to take time to just sit down and think about them and you try to use them and explore how they were going to fit into what I was doing. And I think that's another benefit of the type of work that we're doing in the group is that we're, we're creating that space for ourselves to do that, yeah. which you can't always do that at work. And I, and I feel like it's, I'm, I feel really fortunate to be able to work on how I work with people who know how to do that kind of stuff. And at a level that is so far beyond what I've done before. I mean, it's just, it's a great opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to what else we all learn together. Yeah. Well, what if these people want to get in touch with you and ask you questions about volley? <laughs> which, which we didn't actually end up talking about that much, but, uh, <laughs> but if, if you want to reach me and talk about distributed work, hybrid work, asynchronous work uh happy to talk about that uh best way go to my website markkilby.com you'll see contact me there's a ton of options there there's email there's linkedin there's twitter okay uh yeah so there, there all those options are there cool and i'll make sure we include a link to the book as well yeah and if you want to ask me what the heck is volley go ahead and ask me about <laughs> No. It's a if you're curious, it's a tool that we try to use for asynchronous interaction. Yeah. And and I'm actually using in uh an asynchronous book club, which we just kind of completed one round. Yes, and I was doing this while doing the, the class with Jim and Tony Ann and Dave here. And yeah, that was a lot. But uh we'll I will be running another session later this year. So cool. All right. Well, thank you. This was fun. Dave, Dave always a pleasure, man. <laughs> always. If you learn to work the old way, but the new 